Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another edition of Zone Time. I'm Julian. Sam is here. Avery and Omar are here, but like they're sort of like three quarters here. We should mention we're recording this as uh, some NHL games are going on. Uh, the Leafs are playing the Ducks right now. I don't know who the Oilers are playing. So Nashville. If you're watching the- so they're playing Nashville. So if you're watching this and you see that like both Avery and Omar, their eyes are kind of darting the other way. Not being maybe- rude. <laughs> they're, they're, they're actively paying attention to <laughs> hockey games right now. So Sam and I, you know, obviously, you know, Funny enough, uh, not only are our teams not playing tonight, they will play against each other tomorrow night. Or well, hey. well I guess today, whatever this episode drops on the Wednesday. Yeah. First uh Flames Canucks game of the regular season. I'm looking forward to all the long. carnage. I don't I don't know why it's taking this long either. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah this schedule's whole, been the whole very schedule's weird. been like really weird. Mm-hmm. Like even like the fact that like what Edmonton and Calgary like what they only played faces like three times this year and they only, last they, game they December twenty seventh like, that's so stupid that like those games should be like end of the season like regular season games now granted hindsight like you know you know whatever you know, things are taking place differently but like you think games like that would happen later on in the season you think but uh, hey uh, if you guys are willing to make the trip to Edmonton next year uh, Heritage Classic game outdoor game. Battle of Upper. That's I'm correct. down. Avery, you've covered outdoor games before, right? I'm not. No, my first one. Never have. Oh, it's going to be your first oh, one, too. Yeah, milestone. first outdoor game. I'm... Yeah, never done it. Okay. I was going to ask you for, like, tips on, like, how to go about covering outdoor games. I feel like you would have been the expert at it of all of us. You know, I was supposed to do I was supposed to do when Winnipeg a few years ago. That fell through, though. I, I was supposed to do the Edmonton-Winnipeg game, but that fell through. But, no, my, it'll be my first game actually covering outdoor game at, at NHL level. Oh, okay. hopefully they win, All man. Right. The, the worst thing about going into an outdoor game is when you're sitting and you're freaking cold and the team loses. At least made me go to all the way to freaking Hamilton last year. I sat in the cold and I lost. I was pissed. Hey, Austin Matthews. Uh, Austin said, so I went to the only Canucks winter out, outdoor game at BC Place. Oh, is that the okay. controversial one? Yeah, yeah. Bobby Lou didn't get the game. Good times. Ah, <laughs> uh, Robert Luongo. Roberto Luongo. Oh, by the way, I was in mm-hmm. Toronto over the weekend. It was great to run into a uh, fellow uh, Zone Time castmate, uh, Arun Srinivasan. Would have been great to see you too, Omar, but uh, I get it. You don't like a... Uh, no, I like I like you, man. Wow. Or, I, I like you, you know, just, you know, 
I like you too very yeah. much. I was yeah. really looking we'll, forward we'll, to we'll seeing you up. there. We'll, we'll, we'll link up soon. Trust, trust me. Yeah, I, but you know what? I thought of something. Yes. So I thought of where I was placed the law in the press box. Yes. And I, I like my seat. There was like another guy there, and then Arud was like one other seat over. We were both directly under Kyle Dubas's box. Ooh. And I thought like if Obar was here, oh. and he saw Kyle Dubas like. Like, you know, in that game where the, in the Flames uh, Leafs game, there was like a double minor being handed out to Noah Hannafin. Like, Kyle Dubas is like cussing from the box. Like, you can hear him like swearing and calling out the referees. Yep. I could just picture Obar just being there and just be like, that's what's up. Like, just big him up. I was like, yes. <laughs> just clapping for yes. us. Yes. Yes, Kyle. <laughs> yes, After Kyle. You tell him. Looks and I'd be like, oh, I- actually, sorry. I-, I-, I don't mean that. I am very, I'm not a fan. No. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, no, I know you. So I, I understand. I understand why it takes so much for you to be at these games and for you to sit in there and not try to be a fan. Yeah, I almost I broke a rib, man. I almost broke a rib. I like literally like just like just like holding it in, just like don't, 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 don't say anything, don't say anything. I look around, just like a like a painful nod. So yeah, oh. sometimes it can be difficult. But yeah, I definitely want to want to get into the press box again because again, going the first time was just so surreal and. You know, you, there's a lot that goes into like all of the videos that you see, and again, watching the game like from the top, like the the view is like is crazy. Um, and again, seeing so many people that you like you're used to seeing their writing is also cool too. The arena is really great. Mm-hmm. Scotiabank Arena is really great. It's my mm-hmm. first time there for a game. It's really, really nice. Just the, the way the the sight line, like the the pizza, even you get it in intermission, like it's real. It's it's a real nice spot. It's one of my. I mean, I haven't been to every arena every arena yet it's definitely on the list of like favorite arena spots. Like bell centers there. Scotiabank Arena's there. I'm not going to let everyone know where I rank the saddle dome. Cause I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> yeah. yeah I like <laughs> to do that. Anyway, uh, Sam, how's Bo Horvat doing? Apparently he's great. He doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh God. I mean like, well, well, well played on his Someone part, I guess. Explain so. this franchise to me. <laughs> We feel like you're the one who would have to do it. No, no. Right? I can't explain this franchise to you. Like, they just signed JT Miller to seven years, $8 million, and they capped themselves out, so now they can't afford their captain. Genius. That's that, that's Dave Donis, Leaf Sarah, man. Like, that's that's so... That's such poor assessment of and of what's going on. And again, that's just screams of a team that genuinely and honest to goodness thought they were good. Yeah. They thought this year would be, this is the year we take a step. Like they genuinely thought that. But it doesn't even make sense. Rutherford said they were bad. Rutherford literally came in in May and said, this is a team. Oh Oh my God. Are you okay? That was a spirit of Jim Benning. That was very spirited. Jim Benning is like, oh, oh, so criticizing them wasn't all me. It wasn't all me. The camera, the camera quit too. Yeah, the camera. Was like, I can't do this the again. Ca- <laughs> the camera was like, "Hey, I'm gonna do my best JT JT Miller impression on the back channel. Yeah. Get me a trade out of here. I'm trying to like Brock Besser. So oh like, my god. Mate, Rutherford was like, "This is a team that is two to three years away from contending regularly for the playoffs." Mm-hmm. None of these moves make any sense. Like, I don't understand how, like, look, there's a, there's a sizable portion of fans who think Bo Horvat's not that good. He doesn't deserve that kind of money, whatever. Like, 
you want to make those arguments. He hasn't turned into the, like the two-way player you thought he would be, which I think to be fair was like maybe a bit overhyped anyway, but he is a good player and he is, it's very hard. I think for me to look at him as a guy who for the entire time he's been here, the narrative is he was handpicked by the Sedins as their successor. He had the time with them to train and learn from them. Like what this franchise says are their core values and like what's important to this organization. He has stuck with this team through some really difficult years. He has answered every single difficult question ever put to him after a game. He never ducks out early. He just, he takes it all. He's the consummate professional. And I think, you know, for me, I would have never expected this from Bo Horvat as a product of the London Knights, but he is, I think, one of the captains who has taken on at least some thought process in terms of the social justice issues that have been raised around the league the last few years and has handled them admirably and has been very well-spoken about them to the best of his abilities. And I don't see how you take a guy like that and you're just like, well, we capped ourselves out with OEL, Tyler Myers, JT Miller. So like see a guy who is actually like the face of the franchise right now. So Vancouver Canucks are just doing him dirty, but why should we be surprised? Cause that just seems to be what they're about right now. That's just it. I mean, I think it says a lot. It says a lot about an organization, about the players you choose to keep and the players that you, I guess, decide is not, are not worth keeping or or whatever, like the priorities. And like to everything that's, that Sam brought up, like Bo Horvat's a great player. He's already, he's already been, been the best player on the Canucks this year. And then again, when you think about the off-ice stuff, like Bo Horvat, like the person, like that, that's what like, doesn't equate equate to me and i'm not saying like jt is a horrible person but like when you see these things from like a, a captain the way that they handle themselves the sedines have been in, in strong supportive horvat for the longest time and like again it, it's really confusing as to like why wasn't he why wasn't he done first why wasn't his contract done first and then we move on and then we move on and then you know, shape the rest of the, the organization around him so like that never made sense to me and I guess that has a great segue to my question, Sam. Hi. Um, has Bo Horvat ever played left wing before? Uh oh. I'm just I'm just asking. I don't actually for, know off the top of my head. Do you think that Bo Horvat could play left wing? Because I think you would look good in a leaf sweater. Oh, uh, I knew, there was some knew he was going there. Knew he was going there eventually. Yeah, I know. Some kind of motive for yourself. <laughs> He's an Ontario boy. I'm just saying. Where are you, you going really to get the cap space? Yeah. Does he, make, does he make like five? He makes like five, right? That's cool. Retain. Retain here first. Yeah, good luck with that. I, I mean, but the I mean, whole I, reason the Canucks aren't <laughs> signing him is because they made what they said was their best offer starts with an eight, and he said no. Or it was just under eight. Oh, I'm I'm so, okay with letting him walk. I I want. Oh, you want I, him for the? Oh yeah. yes, I, want I am. You want I am okay. I am okay with letting him walk. I just I want the boost. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be sick. You think Bo's Bo's gonna get you to the second round? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he whatever, has been to the second round. Whatever it takes. He's been there. He's been there. Bo has been to the second round sooner. Like, oh my god, I didn't even realize Lisa. that he's been there to the second round before us. Yeah. Oh my what? god, I don't even real. Yeah, yeah. Who did they beat that year? Did they was it St. Louis that they St. beat or St. St. Louis? St. Louis, St. Louis and then they took Vegas to seven games, which is yeah. why everyone everyone, not everyone, not me. Yep. Everyone thought they were good. 
Yep. <laughs> that was that was your 2013 game seven, just less painful. Because same thing, the Leafs are like, hey, we took the Boston Bruins to game seven. We must be good. David Clarkson, here's a $35 million contract. Here you go. And then it went downhill from there. Yeah, we, you took, know the Saint, we took the St. Louis Blues, who clearly did not want to be in the bubble. <laughs> Got rid of them real fast. Took Vegas to seven games. Suddenly we're contending. That's you the know, peak of the Canucks. Of this that, era. Yes. Yeah. The bubble. And Thatcher Demko having, like, outrageous stats. I fear for I feel for him. Yeah, he deserves better. Here's to Thatcher Demko, who deserves better. <laughs> Avery, you were about to say something. Yeah. I was going to mention, you know, Omar mentioned David Clarkson. You know what? That summer in 2013, he was debating a deal between either Edmonton or Toronto. And went to Toronto. So, Omar, <laughs> thank you, brother. Thank you. No. <laughs> Yo, man, that was like, thank you. No, man, that David Clarkson era, like era, if you want to call it, like it was weird. They had like weird, like in paintings of him and pictures with like that. He bleeds blue. They're calling him like David. uh, No, Wendell, Wendell Clarkson. And I was like, and then like the first thing he does. Yeah. Like they were comparing him to Wendell Clark. And then the first thing he does is get himself a freaking like I think we got I think he got suspended for like ten games or whatever because he came off the bench to fight um uh John Scott because John Scott was messing yeah. with Phil Kessel in a preseason game yeah so I guess to 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 show the whole hey everyone look I'm the I'm the hero he did that and got himself suspended and then his year was brutal um good times that was awesome that was great what um, is David Clarkson doing now I know he's uh, not playing yeah he's not, I have enjoying no idea. his money. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. By the way, uh, Bo Horvat makes five and a half million dollars. I mean, if that could work. <laughs> Why your voice get so high pitched there? Because that I was work. like, because I, I was like, oh, okay, maybe it can't. But I was trying to stay optimistic. That's Who knows? That'd okay. be cool. That'd be cool. Maybe. All right. Um. So while Omar dreams of Bo Horvat <laughs> yeah, as a Maple Leaf. I want to bring up Gary Bettman, who uh, this mm. week we've decided for whatever reason to celebrate 30 years of Gary Bettman Boo. as NHL commissioner uh, at the uh, NHL Board of Governors meetings. Uh, that was acknowledged. Uh, some people have, have decided to point out all these great things about him. And here's the thing. Uh, you see how Omar is booing and everyone's rolling their eyes. I know a segment about Gary Bettman is going to bring about negativity yes. and 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 disdain. Yeah. So before we get into that, okay. I challenge everyone here okay. to say one nice thing. Challenge denied. Gary challenge denied. You can't deny denied. the challenge. I deny the challenge. I deny it. I deny. Listen, man. Listen to me, okay? Gary Bettman makes no freaking sense, okay? <laughs> Gary, there have been so many things that have some happened. of the owners would debate that he has made them a lot of sense. Oh, if you get what I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, for sure. And then now we can look and watch like other star players in other leagues make like thirty to forty million, and Connor freaking McDavid is making freaking twelve, man. That is it, my biggest gripe. In all fairness, yes, the salary, like, the, like, how many lockouts did we have in, in the Gary Bettman era? Like at two? least three, at least three, three. at least three. three. We've had at least three, right? Yeah. And then, then they, then the, the freaking players, like they signed the, they, they signed the deal after losing the entire year. 
mm-hmm. side of this stupid salary cap. That grade five no, for me was tough. That makes no flipping sense because now, now we're living in an era where teams are finding ways to work around that. And the whole basis of the salary cap was like, oh, it's an even playing field. So teams that don't make a, don't make much money can still afford to have players. Teams right now are doing that, man. Like they're weaponizing cap space. Freaking Tampa left Kucherov on the on the on LTIR for the entire year, and, and it worked. Leafs, and it yeah. worked. The Leafs, the Leafs have been doing that for the longest. It started with Clarkson. It's, it goes full circle. <laughs> All roads get back to David Clarkson. It started with Clarkson. There's only been one instance of legal cap circumvention that was retroactively illegal. You know what I mean? So Roberto just... Luongo. Everything else, <laughs> every other instance of cap circumvention is totally yeah. acceptable. Oh my god! Like another like what? Remember? Okay, do you remember Mike Richards? Mm-hmm. What yes. happened to that deal? Like it's just gone. How? Well he, well, he was arrested. Remember, he was arrested for um that drug incident at the border. True, but oh, like, boy, how did the cap hit just get like poofed? You know what I mean? Like it, I, I don't know. I so don't like, know. so like, maybe it's part of the longer cap recapture. Maybe, but like, I don't know. Like, has Bettman, quote unquote improved hockey i, I did say i did say like, if he i did ask it the question my, like say, one my thing was thing to name true. one good thing about gary bettman i say can't, one nice man. thing about i, I can't because every decision he makes makes no sense they have these stupid digital ads and he's like oh everyone we've talked to said it's a non-issue who then you're who have you asked then does it does it count as a nice thing about gary bettman if i say like to omar's critique though i think the worst actor there for the players is not Gary Bettman but the NHLPA who does a crap job. That's true. Bob we can good say that. now. Donald good Fear thing. come to mind. Yes. Yep. That's the good thing. The one good thing is that he is at least doing relatively better than the NHLPA which is a million times worse. Like flip. Man. NHLPA has to be like the least competent union possible. Easily. In all the big major sports, I mean, no, it, like I, in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, Avery, do you have anything you want to say about uh, Mr. Bettman? I will say one good thing. Back in the nineties, his ticketing plan did save the Oilers and Sanders and Canucks from moving to America. Back when these teams were on the verge of moving, when the dollar was like fourteen cents compared to American, like in the nineties, people forget. The Oilers were going to move to Houston. They were going to move to Houston, Texas in 98. They were cooked in Alberta. And he found a way to... Oiled even? <laughs> he Thank found you. a way to ensure... That was very people. greasy. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> you, mean, you, mean, you, mean, you mean greasy? But yeah, no, he... Greasy. <laughs> Grease. But no, I'll, I'll give him that. He found a way to ensure that um, Oilers stayed in Edmonton, the Flames stayed in Calgary, and the Canucks stayed in Vancouver. If he didn't work to make sure it happened... There might have only been one or two teams left in this country in the NHL. Okay, all right. Someone said at least one nice thing about Gary Bettman. We can go back to saying whatever we want about him now. We don't have to spend the entire segment talking. I figured I figured one person would at least bite on this, and Avery bit on it. That's fine. We can go to talking about everything else because Omar nailed it on the head. The fact that we're in a position where the National Hockey League is very far back in terms mm-hmm. of where they are with the other yeah. big four sports, yep. and Connor McDavid makes as much as like Patty Mills in the NBA. Austin Matthews is up for a contract like next summer. And look, the Leafs, I still think the Leafs are going to resign him. But Austin Matthews should be hitting the open market, making like, trying to be like, give me 30 million a year. Like Mm -hmm. this dude 
should be making millions upon millions. Yeah. And dude might only make like what? What, 15? Yeah, probably. How much more, how much more money is he going to get? Honestly. How, for a player of his caliber to be on the open market with all the other uh, – with, with everything else going on with other teams' salary caps, also mentioned too, it doesn't seem as if the salary cap might go up that much, at least for next year anyway, and who knows what it will be for the year after. Well, how much is he really going to get? Who's going to say, like, all right, I'm giving him $20 million. Who's going to give him $20 million? Like, do Especially you see if the salary how, cap doesn't go up. Do you see how crazy, like, free it's agency nuts. and, like, the trade deadline is in the NBA? Players just sign, like, two-year deals, and they, it's nuts. And you can't, do, you can't do that in hockey. Imagine someone's like, oh, I want, like, a two-year, like, 50. They wouldn't, th- like, 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 sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. Right? Like, man, man. Austin Matthews should be uh, making Russell Westbrook money. Literally. Should. Like, I know. Yeah, go for it, Avery. And earlier today, Forbes released their um, list of uh, of team values among oh, yeah. franchises in the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, and, and MLS. And among the top 50 teams, not one NHL team cracked the top 50. The Raptors are worth more than the Leafs. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> all the NHL is like, the salary cap is going to increase by $1 million next year. $1 million. One million. Are you serious, man? Yo. Dude, remember when people were like, after the after the new TV deal, the cap is gonna skyrocket, and we're all gonna be able to spend so much money. Yeah, the pandemic. That was literally I guess, the Canucks' plan. They were that, like, but, "Well, we won't have yeah. cap problems because the cap's gonna go up significantly." Yeah, that screwed the lease over too. That's why oh. Dubis is so committed on the weekend we will thing because it's like, yeah, sure, the four are gonna be making forty million by that, but by then the cap will be like ninety five or something like that. And yeah, like it, like we're boned. We're screwed. The the Calgary Flames are going to get screwed by this too, with all the extensions that they were able to hand out. Oh, and uh, Milan Lucic money will probably come off the books, but uh, Mackenzie Weger's money's going to come in. Jonathan Huberto's money's going to come in. Yeah, it's not looking good. How much is Huberto making looking... next year? I think ten and a half. What? Wait, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> they that's... gave him. They gave him double digits. Yeah, they gave him. What? I mean, let me just let me just double check, but like off the top of my head, it should be ten and a half million dollars. Oh man. Sorry, I'm bad with numbers, so like I have to double check this stuff for myself, or else I'm just going to lose my mind. Uh he's making five point nine right now. He's making wow. ten and a half from next year on until twenty thirty one. And he has a no movement clause. Um yo, for like Avery. the first few years of his deal. Avery. Yo, yo, uh, yeah, yeah. He he's not getting that gold do rug, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's more than Kill McCar makes. That's yeah, it is. That's bad. It is. More than Kel McCarr makes. That it is. That's tough, man. You know what's funny? All this money talking, all this money going around for player salaries, and then there's money for um jersey ads, helmet ads, ads on the boards. Where's all the money going? Like, how are you still broke? How are you it's still broke? The Arizona Coyotes <laughs> to keep them alive. Hey, that's a good thing Gary Bettman did. He he fought like hell, or maybe he didn't himself fight like hell. But hey, there's hockey in Arizona and in all the South, right? That's a positive. I'm telling you, man, Bedard's gonna go to Arizona. I'm gonna be so upset. I would I would love that so much. No, I would. Yes, no. Be the face of Arizona hockey. Be the face of hockey in Arizona. Absolutely. That's Austin Matthews already is. No, I actually, actually know on that on that th- actually on that thought. Never mind. Yeah, they yeah they can they can take him. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's cool. Oh, I know why. I know yeah, why you yeah. did that. They're, 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 I know exactly yeah. why you made that switch. Yeah. I know exactly oh, why you did yeah. that. Because uh-huh. you'd much rather Connor Bedard be the face of Arizona hockey than one Austin Matthews decide, all right, I'm going to go back home. Bless you, child. You know me so well. 
<laughs> Yo, if if he did, if Matthews did go back home, I would demand a live loan time right then and there. I would yeah, demand. Would need, it. Yeah, there would need to be. I'm and, coming. And I home. would say no words, no words. It would just be me, just with my hands on my head with a grayscale. I would say nothing the entire time. Like I would just like look up and just like. It would be that gif, you know, that gif of the the kid who has like the one tear and just like like yeah. walks away. That like, little they, black like, boy crying. Yes, exactly, like, like that. That would be me. Like it would be. Oh, that would be so sad. That would be so sad. I wouldn't know what to you do. You know how like people would go wild on Twitter that day if Twitter still exists by then. Or ah. you know what? You know what? The day Austin Matthews dis- I'm not saying it's happening. The day he yeah. decides he's going to Arizona, we will probably have four thousand characters for tweets. So like someone will post like some manifesto. Can we talk about that for a quick like start a sure. blog? Start yeah. a vlog, man. Like, if you need to, if you that long, are you serious? Just no go way. back to Live Journal. <laughs> Honestly, like, oh my oh. God. But how do you go from 280 to 4,000? Not 500, not 600, 4,000. How do you make that joke? That's, that's ridiculous. I don't know. What do you, what? No, how would, I don't like, want to read 4,000 words from anyone. Okay, if you well, can't express no. it in 280 characters, sorry, 4,000 <laughs> characters, whatever. I don't, I just don't. You can't do it in 280 characters. I don't want it. Well, now I know for 4,000 words, I have to shorten all my articles at The Athletic now, because uh, you're not going to read that. <laughs> Maybe you'd read Thomas Drance at 4,000 <laughs> words. What was that head shake for, Julie? What was that head shake about? Yo, that was crazy. Get, I don't know. Can you tell us feeling salty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I've never. I'll maybe like once. I've hit like four thousand words. I find people who do that. That's crazy. Like, why would you write that? Wait, like four thousand words. I don't know. Anyway, um, thank you all so much for you know at least you know obliging with the Gary Bettman thing. Uh, I guess we already kind of know what his legacy is. That was the next thing I was just gonna kind of bring mm-hmm. up. But like three lockouts in three thirty years of charge. My grade five elementary school year will never be the same. I was waiting for <laughs> hockey that whole year. You know how vexed I was mm. going to going to elementary school, meeting with my friends, be like, so when's hockey coming back? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it was a whole year of that. I want that back. Like that, you know that's the, actual the worst thing about walkout it. Walkout result was was having to do the Sidney Crosby draft by lottery entirely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the God. entire thing. That's he could have been like an Anaheim Duck. Yeah, they were last, right? They yeah. had, I think they had the best odds. Yeah. Ooh, man, imagine. And the 2005 draft. I'm trying to remember the draft off. Remember Sidney Crosby, Bobby Ryan, Jack Johnson, oh, Benoit Pouliot, Carey Price, Luke Bulldog might have been six. Uh, he was nine. Six was Gilbert Brule. Gilbert Brule, yes, Gilbert yes, Brule. yes. But but I know Luke Bourdon was it. Luke Bourdon. Wow, I'm not getting the pronunciation right. That just goes to show how far I've been gone for my whole province. Luke Bourdon was in that draft for sure, though. Yeah. That I remember. Was, I think he was the ninth overall pick. Yes. Yeah. And Ken that Hughes was, was his agent. That I remember. Um, at that year, I mean, sports at that year showed a lot of AHL hockey. So I got into, I watched a lot of AHL games in junior high. I watched a lot of AHL games of sports and that stuff that year. Oh, that's true. Y'all have junior high. Yeah, I don't. Years. I don't know what that is. I. I don't. I've never been to junior high. We don't have junior high in Quebec. Yeah. Hey, what do you guys do in Quebec? Two years. It's so K to so, six, and then you have two years, seven, eight, middle school, and then high school. Well, same, same, same thing. Junior high, middle school is like soda pop. 
tomato tomato I not here either no. Wait, what oh i didn't know it was a non-bc because in, in, in quebec well, mainly it's elementary school yeah, and then high school Yep, it's K for us. It's K to six, and then seven to eleven in high school. There's some Our private schools. Oh, really? 12. Oh, yeah. There's K some... to seven, K to seven, and then eight to twelve. Yeah, but like, cause in cause in Quebec we have CJEP. so like eleven, and then you do two or three years of CJEP, and then you go to university. Oh, so mm, wow. so 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 Alberta, Alberta is K to six elementary, Woo! and then, and then junior. <laughs> oh that is exactly what i was hoping for that is exactly what i was hoping for the leafs did something good yeah and omar brody. is happy about it dj brody let's go okay uh i'm glad that we all have a uh, better understanding about each other's uh educational systems <laughs> this is awesome i learned something new um two other topics i want to get to that's including one that i think will be very incendiary between two fan bases but uh the nba decided on tuesday that they were going to rename a bunch of their awards including their mvp award they've renamed it after michael jordan i i think it's pretty cool that they decided to name it after some legends so i figured why not try to rename some of the nhl ones yes con smythe we renamed that Rename that yesterday. Yeah, Con mm-hmm. Smythe, you gotta go. Yep, you gotta go. Especially yep. with the Herb Carnegie shit, you gotta mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! No, 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 no. For those who are not aware, you could just Google Con Smythe, Herb Carnegie, and get the full story there. Um, but seriously, I I would be totally cool if we renamed like the Hart Trophy, like the Wayne Gretzky Award. Con Smythe, I thought about this because he was the first person to win it, the Jean Belleville Award. Jean Beliveau should be mm. named after the playoff MVP. I get that That'd Patrick pretty cool. was one more, but I think Jean Beliveau would be my pick. Yeah, that actually be pretty cool. Pretty cool, and it'd be and again, it'd be a great way to one you know to remember you know, remember the history and honor the player, and again, just like recognize the fact that like yeah, like great player to do it. I think you can just mention that as the first one to win it. Yeah, I think that to be honest, like there are a lot of these awards that are named after people, and it's just like who are even these people? <laughs> right and especially and, and and like that's no disrespect to them um except Con Smythe um but like like you know I just think I think it's actually pretty cool that like the NBA has done that I think like when it comes to the NHL especially in the last like 50 years like there have been like legends man like legends that like we're always going to remember and like I don't know I think we can move on from naming awards after players who played in like the 20s and stuff like <laughs> I think we can kind of adapt a little bit. So I think that'd be sick. I don't know. I maybe think that would be a great idea. Yeah. Like, like Art Ross, Jeff Merrick was tweeting about this. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many points lifetime Art Ross has had in the National Hockey League? Art One Ross. Point. One point. One. One get point. Why is he named? Why, why does he get he the award for career NHL points? Point. That makes he no has sense. Played, he has played in other leagues, mind yeah. you, but one NHL point. Nah, man. Like name he has it, like, one the, more point than it, like, all four cross, of us. Name it like the like the Viagra Award or something. I don't know. Or the how. I thought. Uh, I was trying to think. Like, I originally thought maybe it should be named after Mario Lemieux, but I figured maybe you named you renamed the Ted Lindsay Award after Mario. Yeah, yeah. Because like because there, this is no disrespect to Wayne Gretzky. This is no disrespect to Wayne Gretzky. Here we go. But man, Mario was filthy. 
Like, oh, he was like, absolutely filthy. Like, you want to talk was. about like game changing, like a player of that size, like having that skill and you know being able to score on an evolved position. Like people say it all the time. Like goaltending is the most evolved position in um in in hockey. And again, this is no disrespect to Wayne Gretzky, but the goalies he was shooting on were not as good. Um, so like. I would not hate that at all. Giving uh, giving that award to Lemieux, I'd not hate it whatsoever because like, Lemieux is a player that I think about like a lot, man. Like he's incredible, and I it's it's so unfortunate how his career um ended because I would I would have loved to see like a full healthy career for Mario Lemieux. I know we've had that conversation before of like a player that like like you can kind of change the trajectory of their of their career and like like remove any injuries like Lemieux for sure. That'd be so cool to see. Lemire breaks all of Gret, or maybe not all, but he breaks a significant amount of Gretzky's records if he has a clean bill of health mm. for his career. Like yeah. I, 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 I yeah. could stand on that easily. There, there was a few because yeah, Mario Lemieux, someone who never, I think, I think, I think he think ever played a full season, but he still had a year of 199 points, 85 goals. Michael Bunting, sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry. Are you okay, buddy? What Bunting. the hell was that? Bunting. Michael Bunting. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's all I just had to yell. Like, Michael Bunty. Did he score at least? Yeah, he scored. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Anyway, Mario Lemieux, <laughs> you were saying something, Avery. I was saying, yeah, Mario Lemieux, a guy who I don't even ever played a full season due to his health. Still had a years of 199 points, 85 goals, 69 goals. Like, I, I it wasn't a full health. And his, his comeback year, his first comeback year in, in 2001, where he played 43 games, he had 76 points in 43 games as a player owner. Yeah, dude needs an <laughs> dude needs an award named after him. I'm okay with that. Um, the Norris Trophy, like Raymond Bork, should be a popular pick for this. Mm-hmm. I think Nicholas Lidstrom should get it. Yeah. Talking about one of the most consistent defensemen. Mr. Perfect, He's like a a perfect defenseman. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. That's not even – yeah, that's like 100% my pick. Like Lidstrom, man, Lidstrom made defense fun to watch, which is weird to say. Because Mm -hmm. usually we're used to like, you know, the dynamic plays at the blue line. But like watching – again, watching those Detroit teams when they were stacked, like Mm -hmm. Lidstrom was like – was so – were so cool. So like, yeah, him him having a award after him, like the defensive defensive award, would be cool. Yeah, man. Like, give it to Nicholas Litstrom, arguably the best defenseman we have seen. And I say arguably, and no, some people like to throw out arguably as like you know, uh, like yeah, you know what I mean. But no, I think you can make an argument for Nicholas Litstrom. But of course, we live in a world where, where Victor Hedman exists. Kale McCarr could win a few of these Norris trophies. Raymond Bork, I mentioned earlier, but like Nicholas Litstrom who also has won a bunch of these Norris trophies. Like, yeah, like he, he, I think could deserve that. Um, the heart I've mentioned, the Smythe I've mentioned, the Norris I've mentioned. What about the Calder trophy? I was trying to think like, who's ever had like the best rookie season in the NHL? I guess it's probably Solani because he scored 76. Goals. I was about to say, like, mm-hmm. was it, was it Solani's uh, rookie year when he scored 76? Then yeah, yes, probably. Was. And that might be the year he had probably has one of the greatest goal celebrations ever where he throws the glove in the air and goes duck hunting. Oh, and Dallas, he can kind of weird Dallas for me to simulate the, the gesture without a stick, but you get what I mean. Yep. 
Yeah, I think that I think you just have to look at like players who have like you know incredible rookie years. Do you give it to Panarin? Our Timmy Panarin award. I think it's a bit he too beat, soon to give it to our Timmy Panarin, but he beat McDavid. Or I mean, do you give or do you call it the Michael Bunting award because he no. almost won it? No, uh, we would you, never do that. <laughs> do you I would it? never do that. Also, I forgot that Connor McDavid doesn't. He doesn't have a Calder Trophy. No, because no, he was injured. He was injured. Yes, yeah, he only played like forty-five games, I think. Right, Avery, something like, like that. The collarbone yeah, or some in... collarbone in against against yeah. Philadelphia. Yeah, buddy from Philly, I think, rolled him into the boards. No, yeah, Brandon Manning. Yeah, Brandon. Oh, yeah. that guy. Be yeah. the same guy who went at Bokui Mama and did the the racial gestures. That oh, same guy. Oh man, didn't they later yeah. trade for him? Yes, they did. Yep, they did. He was an oiler, which is awkward because McDavid like full on said like, "Yeah, I, you know, I think he did it on purpose." They <laughs> traded. Car- they <laughs> traded. They traded Car's best friend Drake Julia for Brendan Manning. Awkward. Could you imagine if like? Could you imagine if this show like all of a sudden like one enemy that we don't like on Twitter just got on this show? <laughs> yeah, Batman. Hi, everyone. If, I don't know. I, I can do it. I can't. I can't. I, do it. I, was about to, I can't. I do feel it. like no, Gary Bettman. I mean, like, <laughs> damn. How would how would an episode go where Gary Bettman was on this show and he I wanted would... to? If Gary Bettman messaged the people, at Yahoo Sports Canada, and said, "Yeah, I want to be on Zone Time." Steve Simmons on Zone Time <laughs> would get fried. Oh, <laughs> Avery oh, just threw in Steve Simmons on the chat. He Steve would Simmons cooked. would get fried. He, he would, would get, get Gary oh, Bettman. We might like be like, okay, we have just Gary Bettman. I would think, okay. We would have to approach it professionally, be like, we have a bunch of serious questions. Yeah. And if he was game for it, it could be a good episode. Yeah. I don't think there's any redeeming qualities that would happen if Steve Simmons ever appeared on this episode. No shot. Like, I'd be he like, he would hey, get fried. Fried. I'd be, like, I'd be like, hey, Steve, can you do me a favor with your mouse cursor? Can you go to the bottom right and you see that button that says leave? Just click that. <laughs> there we go. Done. Jesus Christ. Like, up. I was Jesus. Oh, no shot. I just, Jesus. No, no shot. No shot. Oh like, not even, like, ironically, no shot. Mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, Omar, get some water and pour it on your laptop. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> oh, your computer. Then close it and walk away from the computer and just stay off the internet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> there are some people who could probably use a break on the internet. Um, the Selkie Award, I think, as soon as Patrice Bergeron retires, you name it after hundred, not even yeah, not one even a million percent. It's you the name it after Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron Award right now. Like every year, it's just like yeah, Bergeron's gonna win it, and the yep. year that and year that he doesn't, it's just like why? And you look at the stats, and it's like oh okay, but like yeah, all like, right, we'll give it to Ante Kopitar yeah. this time on. <laughs> Literally, we'll let you have it. Literally, it's like that one year where Dowdy won the Norris when he shouldn't have. But they, oh, who did he beat out for that Norris that year? I think I think Carl, Carlson won the year before, mm. but I think Dowdy probably should have won that year. But then they gave it to Dowdy. It was like it was like the um, it's like a makeup award. Yeah, yeah, it was like um, DiCaprio getting the Oscar for um for the Revenant because he never had one. Like it was like that exact same thing. Never forget. Leonardo DiCaprio and 3-6 Mafia rapper Juicy J have the same number of Academy Awards. That's true. That's my fav- that is my favorite, like, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite pieces of trivia, like, of all time. Like, you look at Leonardo DiCaprio, supposed to be this, like, big movie star, has done all these great movies, mm-hmm. and the rapper who said, Bands of Make a Dance, has as many Academy Awards 
as Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio does. And he literally got it for like best original song from Hustle and Flow. Mm-hmm. It's hard oh. out here for a pimp. Oh man. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. You mentioned um, Yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, you don't be really gangster, but I know League would never do. What? When Patrice Bergeron announces his last year of the of, of his career, before he, he said, you know, I'm gonna retire into this year, rename the award for his final season. Imagine if he wins his own award in his last season. That would be sick. That'd be that'd be real G. That'd be real. I thought you were gonna say like it'd be gangsta if like Juicy J handed him the award, but like I think that's even <laughs> that's just as good. Imagine that is real gangsta. That's real crazy. Like I would love it. I would love that too. But uh yeah, uh NHL, if you happen to watch uh, our episode to this week, uh please take our suggestions very seriously. Uh we think we have some good ideas as for uh what the NHL award should be renamed. Take after the NBA, it wouldn't hurt uh to uh use them as inspiration. One last thing before we go. Apparently there was this big debate. Uh uh Tim and friends kind of started uh with the Leafs saying, is there no better four pack of forwards? Than what the Leafs had, and oh, the Oilers my. had to step in and said, "Hey, um, McDavid's good, Drysaddle's good, Hyman's good, uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is good, Omar is beside himself, and Avery won't stop laughing." I feel as if I'm missing something here, friends. Why would this be so? Uh, why would this be such a source of frustration? I hate when the NHL. What's your frustration? Up. I hate when Twitter accounts do stuff like that. Like. Anytime, like, like you know what you're doing. And it's just like, Edmonton Oilers account, like, don't stop. Like, just, just like, like, come on. Do you disagree like, with the notion that the Oilers forwards are better than the than the Leafs ones? I, I don't know. Because, like, that's, I, I, it is very difficult. And again, I've spent my tenure on zone time ripping on Leon Dreisaitl. Leading now, Leon. I've been I I am I've done done it a lot, but it's just like my golf club it's, it's a weird it's it's just it's a weird comparison to make, and I just I don't I, I don't know, man. Like you can't answer that without any bias. Why so is that, just, why is that a weird thing to ask? Like you're talking about like the Leafs who have one of the best players in the world and, yeah. and, a, and a good supporting cast at forward. The Oilers have been of the same thing. We compare Matthews and McDavid all the time. Why is it so weird? Yeah, I don't but think like, it's that weird. But when it comes to the four pack, like it's it's like like you can't ignore context, right? Like individual of course you can. as as individual players, like okay, yeah, sure, you can make those comparisons, but like like is Zach Hyman as important as McDavid or Dreisidel? No. Is Nylander as important as like Marner or Matthews? Yeah, I can make that argument this year. And again, when you think of like all the all the production that like Edmonton's having this year, it's mainly McDavid and Dreisaitl. So it's almost as if like the Twitter account was like, okay, we're gonna focus on McDavid and Dreisaitl, but it would look weird if we just said, well, your our two players are better than your four. So we're gonna add in other two players who are also kind of having good production season. Just like, you know what I mean? Okay, fine. Like from Fair. it was from that angle where I'm just like. And then again, there's also the point of why are you tweeting this from the of the of account of the NHL team? Like at first when I saw it, I thought it was just like a random like fan account. Then I'm like, 
Yo, that's the actual like Edmonton Oilers Twitter account. But what do you want them to do? They're not gonna. You, can, you don't want them to not big up their guys. Like I don't get that. Right. I, exactly. That and... that okay. You you make a good point on the first yeah. few parts. Fine. Like maybe yeah. it's not the exact thing to do to have four the four pack versus this four pack because of the importance of certain things. Mm-hmm. But I have ever I have no problem with the Edmonton Oilers saying that their four guys are better. In fact, I I would be surprised if they didn't. Sam, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. How many goals does Bor have? Bor, uh, Bor have Horvat have this season so far? I think he's on pace for like sixty-six. Okay, he's on pace for sixty-six. Cool. But he has what twenty if, right now. What if the Vancouver Canucks Twitter account tweeted and saying, <laughs> "Hey, our center is our Bor Horvat center is better than your player," right? The the, the yeah. Canucks are low the Canucks in the can't standing. do any of and that. Also, the Canucks can't do that. Yeah. And no offense, the Oilers, the Oilers can't do that any either. They're not guaranteed a playoff spot. They've been up and down, man. Yeah, Jack but they Cam- have the best player in the Jack- world. They they Jack, yeah. Cam- Jack Campbell okay, has played three would you, games. Would you rather have the Jack Campbell? Would you rather to Omar's point though? Like, would you rather have the Oilers four pack who they cherry picked, or would you rather have uh Miko Rantanen, Gabriel Landeskog? Nathan, Nathan McKinnon. McKinnon, and I'm just gonna throw Kale McCarr in there because why not? I'll, I'll just pick a. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. I mean, fine. Like Kale McCarr, you might as well just. So he scores like, like a forward. The, I guess my main my main issue with that with that tweet is just like it's or the initial tweet like comparing the fours of my issue with, and then I have to take issue with the response. I already talked about the response. The main issue just because like. There's always this like push to get Leafs fans and Oilers fans to fight on Twitter, and I can't stand it because I don't then, think it's you know that what much happens? of a push. I don't think it's that hard. I exactly. Think it's very because you know what happens selfishly? People start going through my tweets and they're saying, "Hey, look at this and look at that." You know how many times people have found the GIF of of uh, McDavid destroying Riley from like three years ago and you and use it. All the time, like, oh, what happened to this? That was three years ago, man. That was a really good goal, though. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Yeah, that 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 that, that literally, I think Riley was like playing kind of injured that season. After that game, they're like, no, no, you're done, you're done, sit down. And I think he didn't play for like a month. So it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, I I get I get the need to build up like rivalries and stuff, but like, I don't know. Like, do we have like do do we really have to compare foursomes? Okay, we have the Leafs. That's a force rivalry, too. Exactly. We're trying to get out of the second round. The freaking Oilers are trying to make make Connor McDavid's tenure as an Oiler relevant. Like, how long is how long has McDavid been in Edmonton now? Like, what eight eight years now? Eight, seven, eight seven, years eight. now. It's his eighth season in Edmonton. That's a damn shame, Ken. Oh. That's a, Ken. That come out. Come on, like that. Oh. Come on. I mean, I mean, in all fairness, I've, wait. Ken wasn't there the whole time. I'm no, sure Peter Shirelli's got to have to get some of this too. Yes, it was Peter Shirelli. Peter Shirelli was also at the Leafs game I was at the other day. Why? I don't know. He was there. <laughs> is is Peter Shirelli working for an NHL team? He I have is. to assume he is. I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure either San Jose or Pittsburgh, one of the two. I, I thought he was oh, with the Blues oh, organization. Yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, yeah Louis. he's with the Blues organization. With the Blues. He was there. Like, oh. Mikey, like, oh, shout okay. out friend of the show, Mikey Stevens. Like, he, like Shirelli was like right next to him. Oh, okay. And let's see, the St. Louis Blues are oh, they're six in the division. Huh, okay. I mean, Shirelli, I don't know what his exact role is. I don't think Shirelli has that much to do with the St. Louis Blues 
success. I'm actually, I guess. So, I'm actually so curious. Hold on. I want to. Yeah, imagine, I need to. Imagine, yeah, we imagine to... if he's like um an advisor, I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> like, I feel like as someone who gets to be in the press box for these games now, like I feel very weird about like going up to like like a Bark Bergevin or like a Peter Shirelli and be like, "Hey, sucks to be in the job you're right now after you were GM. How are you doing?" He's vice president of hockey operations in St. Louis. What? What? This explains so much about the St. Louis Blues right now. I was about to say. Wow, I might have to take back. I retract my statement. (laughs) September 2021 was hired by the St. Louis Blues' vice president of hockey operations. I had no idea. This is incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean... Peter Shirelli's a hockey mind? A hockey what? <laughs> he's a hockey what? I, I said he's a he, he has a hockey mind. Oh, oh, does he? Um uh, I'm not saying it's the best mind. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh no, no, Julian. So so you, you mentioned you mentioned a specific player, uh player in Calgary, uh uh by the name of Mil- Milan Lucic. Um, Milan Lucic, yes. And and who signed him to that deal? I think it was Peter Shirelli. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you bet you bet it was. You bet it was Peter Shirelli signed him to that deal. <laughs> I said, I don't I mean, understand. I don't understand why we keep hiring these people who do bad jobs. Open your eyes, like look, any, look somewhere else. Any other who else is gonna do the jobs? Like, anyone, they're not gonna hire us. Anyone, they're not gonna hire us. Yo, gonna hire Avery, us. Put Avery in the freaking front office, man. <laughs> you know what's funny? I bet on if you go on Twitter, multiple people on Twitter have said, Why isn't Avery working for an NHL team? Being dead serious. Being actually serious, be, yo, Sam. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even boosting. Sam should be working in an NHL front office because Sam is a no, legal department. No BS. Like mm-hmm. this is a stupid move, and this is why. And literally, and if they do it, Sam would walk and be like, like no words. This is just that's it. This is there. I'm not even kidding. Sam and Avery need to be in an NHL front office at some point. I can't do it. I'm too emotional. But but Sam, but I I can't do it. I can't. I can I cannot. Julian, you said you yeah. saw Kyle Dubis. That's me times infinity. If I was in the front office, no shot. I yeah, man. Do I would I would hover I'm from bad. from the office to the ice and like drop kick the ref. I'm like what? Like no, I can do it. Yeah, Omar. Th- Omar's gonna throw something from the press box. I'm gonna see the <laughs> He's gonna throw something from the level city ice. We uh, just... we have to stop play at Scotiabank Arena because bottles of ting have surfaced. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my like hovering... god! A player has been hit by a bottle of Pairdrax. <laughs> oh my god! That'd be hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! A patty hit Marjonette. Oh my god! <laughs> god, I I can't ever think that a referee has ever been hit by a bottle of sorrel before. <laughs> <laughs> It's just all these Jamaican dishes just being oh, thrown out Jamaican. into the ice. It's just <laughs> oh my god! Touch of the oxtail. It's just like oxtail, hockey and sawfish, bullet cake, butter cheese. Yo, 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 is is yo? It's like butter cheese being thrown on the ice. Curtis Lazar picks it up and eats it. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Simmons just looks up and's like, 
Yo, <laughs> yo, Wade Smith goes to yo. What are you rapping? Yo, Wade gonna be mad at you for wasting an offensive butter cheese. You'd be mad. mad. I'm like, what are you wasting the food for, man? And I'd be like, I'm sorry, it's true, it's true, it's fair. People just yeah. throw a roti from Leela's or something, <laughs> just like out of the ice. Yo, I haven't had a good roti in so long, man. Me neither, bro. Oh, I should. My regret was not going to actually go to Leela's at Scotia Bakery and get a roti. Someone suggested mm. that, and I should have done it. Wait, I have not had a good Scotia roti Bank? in a while. That's crazy. They apparently do. I don't. Uh, which, actually, before we wrap up here, is that something you should be having at a sporting event? Roti. I mean, I don't think there's is ever that a bad something time you should have. I don't Why think not? there is. I. Now it I could mean, be it could be messy. So there, there's yes. that. There's that. The place that's doing it has to be legit. I don't yes. know anything about Lila's. I'm not an Ontarian, but like mm. they have to be legit. Yeah, like I don't want Pizza Seventy Three trying to appeal to me. With this. <laughs> I don't want Pizza Pizza being like we're expanding and like trying to be more urban, and then oh. they say we're gonna have it at, at, at Raptors games or something. Yo, I don't want that. Pizza yeah, Pizza with Aki and Selfish Pizza, I'd be nuts. Oh no, I'm not. I'm <laughs> staying away from that. I'm staying away no, from that. No, that. I'm not having Aki and Selfish on my pizza at Pizza Pizza. No, nah, that's that's a hard. That's a hard line. That's a, that's a hard pass. That's a hard. That is pass. a hard pass. <laughs> that oh, is man. no, absolutely not. Anyway, no. um, okay, I think we've done enough damage uh, for this week's edition of Zone Time. Omar, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to. Be on with us while you're watching Michael Bunting score. Yeah, no worries. Uh, just updates on our tank awareness. The Canucks are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Hey, they're in the bottom ten. Progress. That's plus fifty tank awareness. Nice. <laughs> plus fifty tank awareness. That is like a legitimate it. stat that we started and no one else did. It's a zone time exclusive. Nice. I like that. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you also to Avery and Sam, and thank you to you watching this episode wherever you're watching it or listening to it wherever you're listening to it. Subscribe to the podcast however you consume podcasts. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Zone Time and maybe more nice things to say about Gary Bettman. I'm just kidding. We won't. Unlikely. No. Doubt it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.